0: Thank you for spending another Midweek Moment with WPT. I'm Paul Roseski. Today is Wednesday, the 27th of September, 2023. Happy Wednesday to you. Hey, Dairy State, happy International World School Milk Day and happy National Chocolate Milk Day. How awesome is that? Also, Happy National Day of Forgiveness. All three things are healthy for you. That's all that needs to be said, so let's move along. We shall pass through the seven levels of the candy cane forest and through the sea of swirly twirly gumdrops so we can jump into some news together. I have to say that one of the cool things that happened the other week was a committee hearing, and no, I'm not kidding. It was the Assembly Campaigns and Election Committee, and yes, everything related to elections has been contentious, a messy disaster, so I thought it was going to be a front row for some reality TV-level drama. It was cool because it wasn't that at all. Essentially, the legislators brought tenured, experienced county and municipal election clerks in from around the state and had a listening session. These are the people that have been involved in counting ballots way before the general public had even heard of a company called Dominion. It feels like the clerks were basically asked to bring stories, but the stories start with a sentence like, you know what has never made sense to me, dot, 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 or seriously, there shouldn't be any reason for us to have to blank. It wasn't quite like one of my wife's book clubs. There was no alcohol, and they actually stayed on topic the whole time, but it had a good space kind of vibe that was comfortable, open, receptive to feedback and ideas, and it was kind of light and I learned some stuff. Better yet, this meeting happened on a Thursday, and by Tuesday, there were multiple bills that were circulated, which means they officially took the first step in the bill process we all learned about from Schoolhouse Rock. One of the bills would let the clerks start counting absentee ballots on Monday morning before the Tuesday election. Seriously, Sounds reasonable to want election results before quarter to three in the morning. Here's something: lots of people cynical about what happens in this mysterious ballot counting place called Central Count. You know why it exists? It because even pre-COVID, the number of absentee ballots grew exponentially, and then the COVID reaction threw gas on that fire. And county absentee ballots clearly has a bunch of extra steps that need to happen, and there just weren't enough hours in the day, so they needed to farm out some of their ballot counting to get it done before sunrise. My guess, and you know what, I'm even going to call it a hot take. If this becomes law, over time, I bet fewer clerks will need central count, and maybe it indirectly helps eliminate part of the process that is tainted with skepticism and distrust whether it deserves it or not because quite honestly I have little idea of what it actually takes to pull this off and neither does a majority of the population and yes there are guidelines in the bill that require safe storage For the ballots, there's also a requirement for ongoing reporting on how many ballots have been counted starting on Monday and ongoing through Tuesday evening. But it keeps the release of any results until 8 p.m. on Election Day, like it's always been done. One bill corrects a procedure that I think was intentionally supposed to verify ballot integrity by documenting and cross-referencing absentee ballots, with voter roll information, but the clerks realized that with publicly available information, it actually could be used for identifying the identity of a voter and connect them to their ballot, making the ballot no longer a secret ballot. Are you kidding me? Holy cow. If that one doesn't get bipartisan support, I give up. In other news, The income tax cut and retirement income tax exemption bill is taking its next steps towards its fate on Governor Evers' desk to become law or get vetoed. We wait. We follow the process. Meanwhile we have a bill to help elderly crime victims get expedited, expedited justice instead of being at the mercy of a slow and overwhelmed justice system and video accommodations to help make it easier to effectively testify on their own behalf. Seriously. Thank you. Also, Catching up on some news, the newest U.S. News and World Report financial stability rankings came out and Wisconsin moves up again, now seventh best in the entire nation. Sometimes it distinctly feels like WPT is one of the only fiscally conservative organizations out there. So, as the kids say these days, that is so satisfying. It's all good stuff to hear about. It feels kind of like this stuff is in the eye of the state politics hurricane with all this messy Megan Wolf impeachment governor special session redistricting lawsuit drama swirling around it. I never have to look far to be in the front row for that reality TV level drama. I do not have to get out. In the news, in our daily lives, our work, on the roads, none of us do. Which is why I leave you with this quote from Tom Welling. Quote, I have so much chaos in my life, it's become normal. You become used to it. You just have to relax, calm down, take a deep breath, and try to see how you can make things work rather than complain about how they're wrong have a great second half of your week and as always thanks for listening wisconsin property taxpayers inc is a non-partisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business farm and homeowner members in every asymmetrical corner of the state Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.